Hello and welcome to WanderCast. I am Tiz Kavetza, Marketing Manager for Wanderlux Destinations, and I'm joined today by the ultra-fabulous Tara D'Agostino, Owner and Managing Director. Thank you, Tiz. Ultra-fabulous. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many wonderful ways to describe you, but we'll go with that for today. Welcome back, first of all. Thank you. I got back on Thursday. So what? it's Monday morning, right? August 9th. I got back Thursday at 1 and I just took the entire weekend to settle back in after 36 days in Italy and all (laughs) over Italy. So it was such a wonderful, wonderful trip. I was able to have my daughter Ava with me. Someone wrote on my Facebook that it was the ultimate bring your daughter to work day. So yes, it definitely was the ultimate. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's kind of what we thought was going to be the idea behind today's episode. With Tara having just returned back to the States and spending well over a month in Italy, we thought it would be kind of fun to kind of get into that month or so abroad and for you to share kind of the information that you've learned, uh, the tips, travel info, um, for those people that might be looking to make their way overseas and specifically to Italy, um, because we did have a lot going on. It was a little bit of fun. It was a little bit of work. It was just a, a whole bunch of different things that I think we have all learned a little bit from. So it might be good to get that out there. Sure. It truly was a combination of everything for me, starting off with a bit of holiday, followed by a fam, Duco, and another fam, and then just spending a little bit of downtime in Rome to recuperate from all of that. But I would love to talk about getting into Italy and the preparations that Europe has made for Americans to come into Italy and the way I see it. And one of um, one of my very good advisor friends about halfway through the trip had texted me and she said, you know, I have clients who are coming to Italy, but they're starting to get nervous with all of the news. And Tara, I know you'll tell me the truth. Is Europe ready? Mm-hmm. And while I wanted to tell her it was a very black and white answer, the issue really is it is somewhere in between. It's it's a shade of gray. Mm-hmm. So what I told her was that if you have clients who are flexible, savvy, um, you know, vaccinated would be ideal in these situations and ready to travel, understanding that things could change. There has never been a better time to get to Europe, to get to Italy, to get to Greece. Mm-hmm. However, if you have clients who are really on the fence and they are definitely a little bit nervous and travelers who are not as flexible or not as savvy and travel advisors know who those clients are, I wouldn't say it's the time for them. I would Mm -hmm. say it is time to wait until next year. So although I would love to have everybody going to Europe right now, it really is a case-by-case basis. And that's kind of the theme that we've been seeing and hearing um, as far as feedback is just not along with the planning, but also the flexibility, the unknown, Mm -hmm. just being prepared for that. Exactly. And I think if you have a traveler who is a little bit nervous, and then you have this inundation of media with Delta variants and numbers, it will make them nervous. For me, I always try to turn to turn a blind eye to it a bit. Um, because <laughs> I always say I'm here. So whatever is happening, is what, happening. Yeah. <laughs> what you don't know cannot hurt you. <laughs> right. But What I would like to talk about, though, is getting to Italy was incredibly 
simple and easy. So we left on July 1st and July 1st was kind of that pivotal moment where before July 1st, you had to have both the um, COVID test as well as your vaccination card, as well as your passenger locator form. But right in that area, things started to change. So we were on a COVID-free flight. So we only needed our vaccination cards to get into Italy. Mm-hmm. The other thing that the fabulous Italy with class set up for us is we did have a VIP service to get us through the airport. So literally, as soon as we got off of the plane, we were whisked away. We got our baggage. We were whisked through customs and immigration. Customs and immigration did not even ask for our vaccination cards. We just Mm -hmm. showed our passenger locator form as well as our passports. Now, what is happening is... Most of the governments, the United States government, with coming back into the country with your antigen or PCR test, um, or going into a country, they're really relying on the airlines to check all of these forms. Mm -hmm. So, of course, we could not even get our boarding pass until we were at Newark checking in so they could see our vaccination cards and our passenger locator forms. And then, of course, on my way back, I could not get my boarding pass until they saw my vaccination or not my vaccination card, but my negative antigen test. Mm -hmm. So these governments are really putting all of the ownership on the airlines, because when you get off of the plane, no one else is really checking your paperwork. So just to give a tip about that. No, that's great. And just jumping in really quickly, because you mentioned the fabulous uh, Italy with class. For those that do not know um, who Italy with class is, do you want to just kind of make a brief intro? I would love to. So Italy with class came on board with Wanderlux destinations during the midst of the pandemic, actually in April of 2020. I had personally never met Marilena or Salvatore Barberi, the brother and sister who created Italy with class, but we formed this um, amazing bond and relationship right off the bat. And I was lucky enough to get to Europe last year, last summer to meet them. But this year, Italy with class is, you know, a five-star, you know, DMC. But what is really special about them is they were once, or they still are, what I should say is Walks Inside Rome, which is a very successful B2C company where they work directly with clients, tours, transfers, excursions, etc. But they were so successful with Walks Inside Rome, Italy with Class was born out of that. Mm-hmm. And besides Italy with Class, they also have In Rome Cooking, And in Rome cooking is, they have two cooking schools in Rome, and they also have a cooking school on the grounds of Castel Gandolfo. But Italy with class, I mean, I would trust Marilena and Sal with my life. They're like Mm -hmm. my family in Italy right now. And they truly are the ones who can open any door in Rome. They've been doing this for 30 years, and they know everybody. But not just Rome, they can do anything throughout Italy. Yeah, throughout Italy. So they're definitely the, the, the best destination resource for any kind of travel planning to Italy. They really are. And the other thing I would like to mention is that they took the time during the pandemic. Um, They weren't laying low. They were going to different destinations. They were seeing how these destinations have changed during the pandemic. They were talking to drivers. They were talking to um, hotels. You know, they were seeing what restaurants are still open, what restaurants have closed. So they are very ready in every region of Italy that American tourists are going, including Puglia, Sicily, some of those new up and coming destinations. And I can't think of a better time to have someone like Italy with class helping to organize 
my visit or someone that I know's visit to Italy. I just would like that seamless, you know, start to finish trip. And it really was seamless. I had several transfers just independently while I was there and they went, I mean, exceedingly well. The drivers are always in a beautiful suit. The vehicles are always in pristine condition. They use Mercedes. You know, we did drive from the Rome airport to the Amalfi Coast. Our driver was amazing. They brought us breakfast in the car because it was, we landed at, you know, 7.30 in the morning. They, they're just pristine. They just do an amazing job. And the thing about Marilena too, is she's a troubleshooter. So she's a great resource to have. If she doesn't know it, she will find the person who knows the answer to the question. So Mm -hmm. I think that's, what's really important right now. Well, thank you. I think that's good for folks out there who are not familiar to really get excited about um, what can actually happen at the hands of Italy with class. Exactly, exactly. And one of the other things I would like to talk about while we're still kind of on Italy with class and COVID protocols, etc., is what is happening in Italy right now. So I left on August 5th, but on August 6th, they did start implementing the Green Pass. So the Green Pass is basically a QR code that many Italians can get. So they can now go to restaurants, museums, anything that's indoor, because if you are not vaccinated, or if you do not have a COVID test within 48 hours, so your COVID test would last 48 hours, Mm -hmm. you cannot now go to indoor restaurants or indoor museums. However, as an American, if you have a vaccination card, that does count as your green pass. So that is really, really important to know. So as an American, if you are vaccinated, you will not be you will be able to go to everything within Italy. And if you are not vaccinated, you can get COVID tested every 48 hours because the green pass lasts 48 hours from your test. So you would have to to continue to test every 48 hours. Yes, it is. It's really important information to know right now. So that's actually really great. So we've got the, the, info or the tips for traveling but now you know let's get to the fun stuff (laughs) (laughs) what's the must I mean I of course everybody you know in the industry is probably following your your trip to Italy on (laughs) socials but again you know paint the picture for those who have not yet found us on Instagram or who are not following it or who just want to get a little bit more first stop I believe was Amalfi correct Yes. So the first stop was really more vacation and leisure. However, for me, I, I, especially during the pandemic, I don't think I've really taken a day off since March 15th of 2020. (laughs) However, um, I was on the Amalfi Coast and we rented a beautiful villa that, you know, overlooked the water in Maori. I was there with my very good friends, um, Giuseppe De Palma and Brad Beattie of Lush Experiences, another representation company. And what was so special about my time on Amalfi was um, Giuseppe is actually from Maori. So Mm. being with a local, I mean, there's nothing ever more amazing than when you travel and you're with a local and Mm -hmm. they're bringing you to the places they ate pizza as a child Mm -hmm. and they know, you know, we went up to Ravello and Mama was there and Mama forever. <laughs> so, of course, that's always really special. While we were there, my husband Sal and I were able to spend a couple of nights at the most amazing property, um, our property, Monastero Santa Rosa. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I was there a couple of years ago. 
but being back with my husband and being able to experience a spa and experience it as a couple elevated it so much for me because the property is just well number three property in all of Italy right now um just had to to say that of course (laughs) (laughs) but it's such a special special place um and the owner you know Bianca Sharma I actually got to meet her for the first time at the property she's actually an American and she was so lovely and to sit there and have a spritz with her and just talk about her vision. And when she acquired the property in 2002, she didn't know anything about hotels. And, Mm -hmm. you know, of course, there's a lot of red tape in Italy. So just hearing her journey and what her vision was, and seeing it come to fruition, and for Wanderlux to be a part of that, it was a really special moment for me. So um, yeah, so there was that. (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, I learned so much more about the Amalfi Coast. You know, when I was an advisor, Amalfi was something I I sold. But I know this might sound really silly. I didn't realize that Sorrento is essentially not a part of the Amalfi Coast, Mm -hmm. that the Amalfi Coast Sorrento is a different part. And I think a lot of people sell it as the Amalfi Coast, and Mm -hmm. it actually isn't. But the Amalfi Coast is basically 40 kilometers, Positano to Salerno. And we did take a boat one day, and, and we were able to see all of it and to see all of the towns from the water. And so it put that area into a lot of perspective for me. Yeah. And you had mentioned that it's a very yacht heavy area. Oh yes. We saw Jeff Bezos. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. I was like, that yacht is special. Can we take a ride around that yacht? It is the yacht of the world. There is nothing that exists that is like crazier than that yacht. That's (laughs) actually really funny because after we had that discussion, I started seeing it on, you know, celebrity news yeah. pages, and I started seeing it pop up. Of and course. I'm like, okay, of course, right? So I thought that was actually pretty interesting. And, um, but yeah, definitely a special moment. Yes, definitely. And then we moved on to um, Tuscany. So of course, right before Duco was happening, we decided to do a fam um, a Tuscany fam to Tuscana Resort Castelfolfi, our other beautiful property in the heart of the Chianti region in Monteone, uh, followed by a stay at Grand Hotel Minerva in Florence, which is just, I mean, Ava and I stayed there for seven days and it truly just felt like home. Mm-hmm. But of course, Castelfolfi in the heart of Tuscany is, you know, 2000 acres, we have a Borgo, we have the five star hotel, we have 20 villas, we have a golf course, we have vineyards, we have olive oil groves. <laughs> we have bees now, which we did beekeeping, which is really cool. I've never done the beekeeping before. So that was really special. And of course, our director of sales, Dario Yaquinto, is very well known throughout the United States and with so many advisors. So it was really fun to have him there with us as well. What did you think the overall consensus was for that stay at Castlefalfi from the advisors who joined you? Yeah, I think everyone was just pretty blown away because I think when you go to Tuscany, you're always moving your clients around. And the beauty of Castlefalfi is it's Tuscany and one-stop shopping, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And that sounds like a little over-marketed, so I don't want it to come out that way. <laughs> but but it, it is, you know, we have the cooking classes and we have our fine dining restaurant, which, oh my gosh, the pictures that night, we, we actually didn't have the greatest weather while we were there. So that was a little disappointing. But the very last night when we had our, you know, formal dinner on the terrace of the castle, 
overlooking the rolling hills of Tuscany, when you see these pictures, they don't even look real. So it was like for it all to culminate with that evening Mm -hmm. to come together after we were dealing with some challenging weather throughout the two days. It was amazing. So again, you have fine dining, you have fine dining to a pizzeria, you know, you have everything that you would want to do in Tuscany right on the grounds of Castelfolfi, which is just really nice. And I think for a lot of clients, particularly right now and post COVID, they kind of want a place where they have a lot fewer touch points. So they, you know, don't need a transfer. They don't need a driver to go from vineyard to vineyard. They can kind of go to Costafalfi, they can settle into their rooms and they can do whatever they Mm -hmm. want um, in terms of what Tuscany has to offer there. And there's plenty of room. It's spaced out. So there's yes. I mean, it's sprawling. It's sprawling, rolling hills. I always say like, it's just so beautiful. And um, I'll never forget the first time I was there. And it was in December of 2019. And Dario brought me up to the castle and he looked and he was like, and and this is why I decided to come to Castelfolfi. And, you know, he has lived in Tuscany for many years. And he said the views are the, really the best in all of Tuscany. And um, I haven't seen as much of Tuscany as he has, but I definitely believe him because it's simply stunning. And the sunsets there are so incredible. Oh, right? no, I know. Yes. My goodness. When I saw the photos from the sunset from that trip, I just said, that's that's perfection. Yes, for sure. And then, of course, we went to Florence and our fabulous Grand Hotel Minerva. And I love this hotel so much because you know, not just because the hotel is very special to us, but the family, the Mistrelli family, Elena Mistrelli, the owner, and Sarah Mistrelli, her niece, who's really now coming to the forefront and, you know, the face of the property. It was simply amazing. We were able to host an incredible dinner um, on our rooftop overlooking the Duomo. We had a full moon one night. We also had a Duco dinner there. So, I always say not just because we represent it, but Grand Hotel Minerva is the best family Mm -hmm. hotel in all of Florence. And I had my daughter with me and I have to tell you, the staff took such good care of her. She, I was really busy that week. Duco was happening. I was working. She had to learn how to eat, how to eat dinner by herself Mm -hmm. a few nights. (laughs) And (laughs) while I think it's a great skill, I mean, the staff just took such good care of her. So I'm so thankful for that. Oh, absolutely. To know that you can leave your daughter in good hands and, uh, you know, not have to worry about her when you're doing what needs to get done. Yeah. And it was so cute because she would sit there and I mean, they would just, you know, um, mademoiselle, you know, know, that's the French version, but what would they say? Yeah. Probably signorina. Yeah. Yeah. Signorina. Yeah. Yeah, or Bella. Bella. (laughs) How very chic of Ava. It's so cute. Yeah. But after Florence, we head over to. So we had Duco, um, and that was great. And it was great to see so many advisors in Florence. And, you know, Florence was really bustling. There were a lot more people around than I had anticipated. Um, of course, you know, there were people, but with the museums, I did take Ava to see the David. We didn't wait in line for very long, which was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we started our second fam, and we decided to go to Umbria because mm-hmm. Umbria is such an undiscovered region, but becoming more and more popular. So it's, it's like glowing the secondary up, right? Tuscan. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's glowing up. That's right. And so it was such... 
it was so wonderful. We actually started in um, Chitta della Pieve. Pieve, I'm not probably not pronouncing that correctly. Um, and Hotel Venucci. And Hotel Venucci is actually owned by the same owner as the Hassler in Rome, um, Roberto Worth. And he was happy to have dinner with us the night we were there. And I love this little town. Oh, my goodness. It was so sweet and so lovely. And Hotel Venucci is so lovely. And it's just a wonderful alternative to those who have seen Tuscany. Um, We also went to Assisi, which is an incredible town. We went to Deruda and we did the pottery. I want to plug Italy with class again because they opened the factory in Deruda just for us on Sunday morning. Awesome. Yeah, we went to Spello and then we ended in Norcia at Palazzo Seneca. And there, of course, we did all of the very cool things you can do in Umbria, but um, the truffle hunting specifically. And we did some e-biking up to Castelluccio. So it was another incredible, you know, lots of great scenery. The countryside is incredible. The food is amazing. Um, Just a really special experience. So what's the one thing that you experienced there that you never had before? So I've never done truffle hunting and I always wanted to do it. And it was so special to do it, I think, in Italy because I didn't realize, but so many of the truffles um, that we even eat here are coming from Italy. And I learned so much about the white truffle, the black truffle, the summer truffle versus the fall truffle. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. So much about it. So that was really special for me because I'm a foodie and I love food. And after we did the truffle hunting, we literally, they said we were having a picnic and it was a white tablecloth picnic under a tree. It was like a pinch me moment something out of out of a movie quite honestly um and of course norcha is known for salamis and truffle salamis so if you like cured meat norcha is definitely the place to i have that. never had a truffle salami okay oh my gosh <laughs> it's going on the wish list <laughs> it's pretty amazing not gonna lie so yeah well that's good so what made your time in italy even better was having Italy with class and not only the advisors and just having the opportunity to kind of explore it with your, with Ava as well. Um, But what was the, what is the thing that you would recommend to those who've never been to Italy? That's an absolute must as well. Um, Well, I also want to say that we stayed after Umbria, we did go to Rome and we stayed at the beautiful Villa Spalletti Trevelli. Um, And This is a place that I love to stay. It's my only go-to in Rome because it's off the beaten track, but you're still like a five-minute walk to all of the amazing sites. And it's set in Monte, which is like this very cool neighborhood. Um, So, of course, I think first-time travelers, they've got to hit, you know, at least Rome and Florence um, Mm -hmm. and maybe go into Tuscany or do Rome, Florence, Venice. It also depends on the time of year. I don't like to sweat. So quite honestly, summer is not a great time for me in Italy. Like, I, I, I always sweat. like the fall. For yeah, Italy. I like to sweat and sweat and sweat. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like if you're going in the summer, you definitely want to incorporate something um, on the coast. So Amalfi, you know, I also adore Forte de Marmi with all of the amazing beach clubs and that's in Tuscany. So I think a great Tuscan itinerary where you're like city, country, seaside is a great way to start with Italy. 
if you're in the summer. But I think for the fall or even the winter, I like the Rome, Florence, Venice combination, you know, kind of like the big three. Mm -hmm. Once you see the big three, start kind of exploring those other destinations in Italy. And that's the beauty of Italy is it's you can just keep going back and going back and going back because it's so diverse. I mean, you go from the mountains, the Dolomites to, you know, the coast of Amalfi and of course, we're not even talking about some of the islands like Sicily, mm-hmm. Sardinia and Stromboli. And, you know, there's just so much to see and do there. So it, it can be a destination for, for many, many, many years just by, you know, embracing other parts. And, you know, I think um, searching for Italy, the CNN, you know, show that came out um Oh my gosh, who's the actor? Why is he? Stanley Tucci. Yeah, Stanley Tucci did a great job of exposing all of those different regions of Italy. So Mm -hmm. on my next trip back, I'm definitely doing Emilio Romano. That is is really high on my list. Um, And then, of course, um, I really want to explore more of Milan and Lake Como and and all the lakes. Further up north. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so that's going to be my next trip for sure. So you've got the Italy bug. I think a lot yeah. of people do. <laughs> so yes. it must have been hard for you to leave. I remember when I used to go, we used to summer there because our family, my parents' families were there. And it was going there was all right, but leaving was always the hardest thing. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. I mean, huh. <laughs> I don't do very well with leaving from Europe in general. Um. <laughs> There's tears. <laughs> You know, we had originally planned to stay until August 15th, and then Ava was itching to get home, and I totally understood that. We were Mm -hmm. gone for 36 days, so I think I bought our tickets on, like, August 1st to come home for August 5th, but, you know, for me, there's a certain lifestyle about Europe that really speaks to me. Um, I like that they take, you know, this kind of, like, a longer lunch in the afternoon, and I think there is, while it's still fast paced and people are very serious about their business, there is a kind of the La Dolce Vita, enjoy Mm -hmm. your life um, Mm -hmm. type of thing. And for me as an American, in terms of working, I love getting up in the morning and I work until, you know, you know, from seven or eight till noon or one. And then I go out for my two hour lunch. And then by the time I get back and I'm refreshed. I'm working on everything from the U.S. So mm-hmm. the scheduling for me actually works out beautifully. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there is something special. And I think, you know, just spending the last seven days, nine days, sorry, in Rome. And, you know, you just walk around every single corner and you see something historic that's literally thousands of years old. And, no, that's something we don't have in this country. And there are no. so many, Yeah, there's so many beautiful things about the United States, but we don't have the same history. No, it's a relatively young country. Exactly. So, you know, for me, there's always that. And of course, you know, the people more than anything else. So, you know, I'm very close to my clients and I'm very close to a lot of people in Europe. So every time I have to leave it, it pulls at my heartstrings and um, it's, it's never easy. No, but the good thing is you can always go back. And (laughs) And I will, I'll be back. Um, (laughs) 
I will be back, I think, like, third-ish week of September. Not in Italy, but in France. So, which is really exciting. So, be on yes, the stay tuned for that. Coming up, yes. We've got a lot of fun <laughs> things happening, uh, exciting things happening in the near future. So, please do stay tuned. And thank you, Tara, for taking time today to kind of go over Italy. And um, we hope this has sparked inspiration <laughs> Uh, to get to Italy or find a travel advisor to help you coordinate your travels to Italy or reach out to us, Wanderlux Destinations. You can visit our website at wanderluxdestinations.com or follow us on Instagram at wanderluxdestinations. And we hope that um, you stick around and we will chat next time. Yes, thank you so much, Tiz. It's always fun talking to you and talking about all of our adventures. Absolutely. Have a good one. Thanks. You too. Bye. Bye.